Yo, welcome to the Stoop Podcast, where we are social, theological, we entertain it, and we woke, baby. Stoop Podcast, let's go. go, 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 go. Stu Crew, we back in the house. Yeah, yeah. We back for yeah. another one. We here. How everybody doing? Thank y'all for joining us, checking us out. Thank for all the love. We, we hit over 500 uh, plays. And just a few episodes, man. So thank y'all so much for the love. We still kind of figuring this thing out, but uh, we got a great following that we we got going on. So continue to share it on social media. Give us that five star love. We sorry you can't give us ten stars. Just only give us five. iTunes share it on your social media, and uh, they can know. give us ten. Go open up another email and then do it. There again. you go, and give us another five. Or you can do you can do like five reviews. Yeah, you, you can, can go. So yeah, you can give us 10, 20 star love. Just just go back tomorrow and give five, and go back the next day and give five, and then you got two more days and you'll be at you know that 20, 20, 20 uh five star love. So we we appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, we, we back, man. As always, man. There's always a lot of stuff going on, and um uh. This is Trav, by the way, for any new listeners, Trav in the house, we got my boy Big Phil. We in here, baby. Eastside, out east. Out east, baby. Florida. Well, he... No, I'm mind. Phoenix, Never bro. mind. Outskirts. 21st. <laughs> 21st in Phoenix. All and then we got the... The P-Mac. Jim City Gent in the house. Our our own... Uh, somebody said he is, he's a Stephen A. Smith of, of the stew. It's <laughs> about right. It's about right, though. He go from zero to sixty in about by by two seconds. Hey yo, shout yeah. out to shout out to not to cut you off, uh, Jim City P Mac, but shout out to P Mac and and just his involvement with this podcast and just yeah. key because we got dating we got dating listeners, man. I, I checked out the the, the 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 stats and we got people up in Ohio okay, checking us okay, out, baby. Dating. Like we getting love, baby. Getting love. So yeah, and I gotta do a better job of sharing oh, that. Yeah, so, yeah. So shout out to that man. Yeah, for P. Mac was, was the Don. If y'all don't know, he's that thing over. They've been he, looking forward. He and, Don uh, Corleone of uh, <laughs> of uh, Dayton, Ohio. If y'all and shout out to Dayton, man. They took a took a, took a big hit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. tornado man. EF five man, and um, still people today. It's a week and a day later, still without power. Wow. Um, some people are still having some some frustrations with clean water. Mm, and uh, but some of the areas were just completely flattened. Just it's got to mm. be rebuilt. So we know it's going to be a four or five year process, man. And I think some people's minds we're going to be back rolling before winter. Uh, but that's not that's really not going to happen. Mm. And because of the type of metropol- uh, metropolitan area that we have, um, we don't have the environment or the the buildings and the structures to house. Mm. All those individuals without shutting things down. So wow. University of oh, Dayton, Wright State University, you know, they're active buildings. And so, um, you know, we're going to mm. have a lot of people um, dealing with some things in a couple of months, uh, let alone the heat from July and August for that area in the valley. But then we'll be moving into the cold months mm-hmm. pretty soon. And, and a lot of these people won't. Uh, Winter is coming. Yeah, it won't, won't, won't be taken care of. And, and, you know, and a lot of people, man, I'm you know, and I think. You know, sometimes this is petty stuff, but man, it becomes serious emotional trauma for some people. A lot of people talking about having to get rid of pets, man, because you know you can't oh, matriculate yeah. from place to place, yeah. and situation to situation, to make this pilgrimage, mm-hmm. trying to bring cats and dogs yeah. and birds and, love and, the and, they, and you know you love your pets, man. And people are having to put <coughs> pets down, send them to the pound, man. And it's oh, serious, it's some serious it? emotional stress. So, uh, but um, there was a there was a, a 
a shining light today. There was a young lady who lost everything. Um, talked to her. She was in her bathtub, man. You could hear the sounds of the tornado coming through like a train, oh, screaming, hollering. And um, uh, she comes out the bathroom. The whole house gone. Jeez. The whole house just gone. And uh, I'm on the phone with her. Uh, she's crying, maintaining, but she's, you know, I told, you know, I taught years ago, there's only four proper responses to God, no matter what your situation. And that's, um, yes, thank you. Amen. And hallelujah. hallelujah. And, um, so she just kept saying it, man, kept believing God. So things are just in disarray, clothes jacked up, ins insulation everywhere, house down, man, a lady, man, from way, way, way away from her house find something with her name on it and puts it on Facebook and she responded to her and it was the actual gospel of ministry license that I gave her wow. uh, years ago when she came to the church man and took the class and maintained did very well good preacher of the gospel she's a powerful evangelist uh, gets a word from God and she said that thing right there is going to help her hold on because that was one of her man. precious gifts wow. in her life so I uh, saw that on Facebook today so you know, just some sobering moments, man. Just that been is. every day oh. just talking to people who are just suffering. And yeah. uh, we haven't had any kind of tragedy like that before in our generation. And just to see it at home. You see it in Oklahoma, Nebraska. You know, we've seen it. But then, bam, it hits your city. And uh, you know that your people are just, uh, they in disarray. They're, they're, they're suffering. Yeah. But the Potter's House Dayton uh, in, in uh, Dayton, Ohio, man, doing a great job. Great job. Putting their feet to the uh, work. Man, great job with limited yeah. resources. and working with a, a group called Crossroads out of Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, making a major difference in people's lives that they can help salvage. But a lot of prayer going out to yeah. Beaver Creek, Riverside, uh, Brookville, Bell Brook, Northridge, Trotwood, Ohio especially. Uh, that's going to be the most impoverished area that was hit. Uh, a lot of people, man, the insurance wasn't right, mm -hmm. wasn't intact, no reimbursement. Um, it's, it's rough. So mm -hmm. thank God for them. Though. Shout yeah. out, shout out today, man. Sending our love for real. I got family up there. Um, I don't think most of them don't live at Dayton no more. They kind of walk on the outskirts, so I don't necessarily think they was affected. I would probably knew by now if they were. But shout out to them if they up there, man, for real to that Dayton area. Yeah. Yes, sir. And um. Playoffs are here, fellas. Game three. Game three. Uh, this is gonna be a this is gonna be an interesting series. Uh, no, it's over. It's over. Okay. It's over. It's over. Pete oh Mack came God. with the jugular. It's oh my it's God. Pete Clay, Mack. Clay, Clay Thompson hasn't been a major factor anyway, and uh, so basically you saying they <clears throat> go to stay by to go back home win these two games. Yeah, and then and then Toronto might get a game. They might get a game. It may be one of those situations where adrenaline. And just trying to pull something mm -hmm. through will happen, but but they 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 it's over. I'm just saying it's over. I, yeah. It would just take some. I mean, Kawhi played as good as he can play. Kawhi yeah. I mean, he 30, did everything he could do. At that moment yeah. when they lost game two, I said, yeah. "Well, here we but go." But you know, you know who the X factor is for me. You know who who I think the X factor is in this series. Oh, I know who you Boogie about to say. Yes, Cousins. Boogie oh yeah, cousins. yeah. The rebounding, Boogie. the defense, and he's playing at forty percent. Easy, easy, easy. Forty percent. Eleven points. 14, yeah, no, 11 or 12 rebounds. 11 points, 12 rebounds. And seven assists. In 28 minutes. And seven assists. Yep. And, and those are game. huge minutes. Oh, huge minutes. And you minutes. remember, I'm going to tell you something. You know, Steve Kerr is, 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 is crafty, man. These guys are crafty, and I love them. You notice Gasol got off in that last game. Yeah, right? game one, yeah. Did Boogie play? No. Boogie didn't play a lot at all. Nope. Did Andrew Bogut play? Nope, nope, not much at all. So then in game two. Yep. Boogie starts. Yes, sir. Andrew Bogut gets Please in. Say. We know Looney yep. gets hurt. Yep. Andrew Bogus gets in. And they play good minutes. 
Yeah. And I'm minutes. telling you, man, it's it's almost like we understand this. Yep. But that's a great We're coach. On the road. We're on the road. Yep. Game one, I need to see your best punch. Yep. Yep. I'm going to make the adjustment. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? You got to stay at this level. Yeah. We're going to make the adjustment. They done been and there before. Because Pascal Siakam ain't going to have another game like that. They now, not. And see, that's most, what I tried to most tell Most likely, people. he's not going to have another I said he game when you shoot no 70 points. plus percent from the field, it's 30 something points. And guys, even if he does, him and Gasol not, not going to combo, do it combo to get a game like that. Yeah. And you still have Kawhi doing his thing. Yeah. And you're going to get 14, one, 15 yeah. turnovers from, exactly. from them in the second half. Exactly. Yeah, just, it's just not going to Gasol got off, Siaka, uh, Van Fleet. Like everybody was game one, like Lyra was hitting threes. That was like, yeah, it's just like, you ain't going to be able to do that again. Like, yeah, and um, it's demoralized because you had a nice lead again. Again. Yep. Then you get them going to 18. They no went run, on a 20, 20, 20 two. to 2 to 2 run. I, I, you know, 22 to 3 run. It, it's, uh, you know, when you look at basketball and you look at momentum, man, uh, I think I, we said it kind of in another way. Uh, right now it's championship basketball, and the key word is composure. Yeah. That's it. And that's all Golden State got his control. That's all Golden State. Iguodala, I yeah. mean, you're just talking oh, about man. a guy, man. Iguodala. That game <laughs> one shots way over the basket. He coming back yep. under, but then game two, man, just a couple nice threes yep. right when we need it, and then of course the dagger in the end when yep. Toronto's making that push and Kawhi's getting to the free throw line. So, and you're not going to see. Um, and I'm not saying that, that the officials give home court advantage to some calls, but we do understand that at home for a superstar, yeah, yeah. there's some things that'll go down that may not go down for you on the road against some other superstars. And God forbid, you know, Kevin Durant can play two or three minutes by game four or five. I really You know, don't. God forbid, Looney. You know, he just chest Lose, hurt a little bit. He's out indefinitely. A chest contusion or something like that. Collarbone fracture. Oh, was it a collarbone fracture? Yeah, Did they end I up just, saying I just saw it was a collarbone fracture. Oh, yeah, well, he might be done for No, he's, he's done indefinitely. Yeah, yeah, he's done. I so which he, yeah, which, which he, he really became a big... But I'm going to tell you, I there. like Bogut, man. I, I, oh, Bogut's Bogut a bad gonna boy. going to give you six great fouls. He's going to give you big rebounds. And he's and he's smart as I don't know what. And he's going to and he's gonna start to break. Yep. He knows how to start to break. Out, yes, yep. sir. And he can so, pass. pass. And it's just the skill set of these guys. And, and he and, had two or three alley-oops, too. Yeah. A nice like left-hand <laughs> tip. I said, how did he tip dudes, that thing? Man. I didn't just touch that. Especially <laughs> Iguodala. I do not like Iguodala. I just don't, man. Iguodala. Hey, listen. That's your, that's your number one Christian on the I court, know, too. I know, man, but I just... Future I Hall was, of Famer. Oh, my God. Finals MVP. Yeah, uh, he, he can do it. He can do it. But them, them guys didn't score. This is the crazy part. They didn't score. That bucket Iggy got was their first bucket in five minutes in the fourth quarter. Right. They went five minutes without a bucket, and to, to show the lack of, the lack of, there was nobody on Toronto's team to say, "I'm going to go to the bucket and get nah, fouled first of all, and get to the free throw line." That's what I'm saying. Now, first of all, this was some coaching involved too. Nick Nurse, if you're going like, listen, if you took a look at the last couple of the games, I mean, the last few minutes of the uh, of the game, you would saw. That Toronto was running a basic defense and it was working. Okay, so when oh, yeah, you come out of the time, yes, when you come out of the come out of the timeout, like you you do want Iggy to take that shot, but at the same time, my God, just get in his face. Why why not just say everybody get get in everybody's face and we'll we'll box. It, we if you want to do the zone, 
like we were doing. Just give them, give me arms, length, zone, follow Steph everywhere because they, that's who they're going to probably look for to get a ball to. I don't know how he got as wide open as he got because we overplayed it trying to steal the ball. They when should, you should have just yeah. kept your composure. You don't do that against Golden State. That's filed. when they kill you. Well, see, they here, here, they here's, the pro- here's the problem, and, I, and, your, and your, your thinking is absolutely mm-hmm. correct. The problem is it's five of them. It yeah. is. It's, it's five of them that's going <laughs> to yeah. hit that shot. Yeah. And when you put two guys and a watchdog on Curry, mm-hmm. that means you missing half a guy yeah. Yeah. to recover. They should have fouled Draymond, Cook, probably. Cook, yeah, I, I would have fouled Draymond. I would have, I would have rather him go to the line, and then because Cook hit some big shots, yeah, he did during the game. He but did. but again, on that reversal, you got to figure who you gonna leave half open. Yeah, you got to choose somebody. You got to choose somebody who's gonna leave half open. And I think what what Golden State does is they have a great system of putting a decent shooter mm-hmm. in that chance position. Yeah. So it's never like a bogut way out there who still can hit a three. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's not Looney and Boogie just out there by themselves. It's Iguodala. It's Cook. It's Bell. Even it's, Draymond it, step up it, and hit. Draymond doesn't hit one straight ahead. Now, you know, Draymond normally not a factor unless he's straight ahead. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But, but uh, hey, Golden State just a composed machine. Yep. So P Mac, you say it's over. Start to finish. Yeah, it's over. You know, it's done in six. And yep. I'm and I'm giving I'm giving Toronto, Toronto their game. game back. Game at five, home maybe. Because Silver probably say, hey, don't beat them at home. Don't beat them in Toronto. You know what I mean? <laughs> we try let them get two wins in Toronto. Go back home excited, <laughs> thinking they're gonna come back for game seven, and we just never come back. But we don't want to beat them there. And yeah, so I, yeah, I thought, that'd be I thought a good rest game six. for everybody. I definitely thought it'd be over with in, in uh and six. And six, I think this yeah. will be Steph's first finals MVP because uh, he's playing lights out with Kevin out. And I just think Golden State is just too poised. It's like they limp into the finish line, name, but they still another, better than you run to the Golden finish State line. finals MVPs. Name them. The other ones? Yeah, who got Iguodala Iggy and uh, KD. KD got two. That's it. And, and look, so your best player on the team <laughs> – has never even been yeah. the MVP yeah. in the finals. Nope. You got three MVP potential players, <clears throat> like, like period, not finals, on that team. On that team. Yeah. You got three. Like, that can possibly get you the MVP. They're starting five normally. They're normal starting five all going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And, and maybe somebody off the bench, depending on who you got. Uh, coming off the bench, and four of them should be all NBA players. They 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 are a phenomenal team, and, and then, oh no, excuse me, five because I forgot about cousin when he get back oh, yeah, right, well, healthy, healthy, healthy. He's all he, NBA. He's, player, a, he's yeah. all NBA player. Healthy. I would love to see. I would love to see cousin stay there. He will stay. KD out of there. I would love to see cousin stay because just watching him, his demeanor, his that team is really being around those guys has calmed him down. He's. He seems a lot more grateful for just the, he talked about just the opportunity to have this moment. <clears throat> I would love to see him play there, um, and I, I just would love to see him stay in that situation. I think Katie Bogut Cook, they out of there, and 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 maybe one more guy, maybe even Shonda. You know, they can just all come to L.A. Cook gonna go get oh, him Lord. a check. After this finals, the way yeah, he played, he might be able to get yeah, a check. He might be able to get a check. He might be able to He might be able to get a check. Sean Livingston retired. I'm going to bring Sean Livingston over, over to L.A. He retired. He retired. They, they win the championship. Sean Livingston retired. Cook could go to Phoenix. Cook could go to Atlanta. 
he can go to these teams that ain't really doing well, get him a nice check. Yeah, because he's he's stepping up big time. Oh my my! But Miami. you know he's he's been in big moments though. He's in big moments at Duke. He, yeah. He's been in he's been in big moments, and he was with them last. Was it was his second third season with uh. Second season, second or third season. So he's he's been in big moments. So and shout out to my Dodgers, man, and my Yankees, man. My Dodgers and my Yankees, they like forty and eighteen or something like that. They Yankees just, is banged up. I they, don't they, know. They what banged the, up and still winning, man. It's just I don't even want to talk about. It's just great, man. I don't know much about the Dodgers, but them Yankees is banged up and they back. But see, people were counting them out already, and I was like, why people counting them out? They ain't played nothing but eighty nine game, but eighty nine not a game, man. We got you still got you got you got you right now you got about. 70 games in yeah. and the Yankees man are 40 and I think 40 and 18 yeah, think. They, 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 you know what I, I can say this I hate the Yankees but if they beat down on Boston this year I won't be mad because Boston yeah. really ticked me off with that White House stuff yeah, Boston. Boston got a little, oh, little bit on them so last game really, but, uh, they really uh, I think they I think their, their locker room is probably in disarray man when you go against your star play I didn't know that dude had that guy from Boston had such a crazy. He won all them awards. Who that? Uh, I, I, I don't even know a guy. I'm just a casual baseball fan. But the guy from Boston, that lead player, he's a uh, I think from from uh, Puerto Rico. To my uh, well, no, nah, he didn't play. Their no star more. player last year won all these awards. It was the first time a player had won just all these. Well, Boston keeps a keeps a boss uh, player, and they got a great outfield. They got a great their team. G, their general manager didn't go to the and all these players didn't go to the White House and them. them uh, White boy still decided to go to that. Yeah, my White Yankees House thirty-eight visit. and twenty, and my, my Dodgers forty-two and nineteen. I just, you know, I just wanted to put. So that Magic's out still there. doing good, is what you saying? Oh yeah, so yeah. Magic still uh, part of his six hundred million dollar enterprise. Magic uh, still, man. I want to give a shout out, man, to my boy, the Jigger Man, Jay Z. I got to give a shout out to my boy Jigger Man for for reaching the billion dollar mark. Whoo! Um, I'm man. a I'm a I'm a avid, not as much as I used to be, but. I was a huge, 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 phenomenal. I was too. Huge Jay Z fan. I was too. Growing up, I I was the kid that would go to the lyrics.com website, print off the lyrics. Yes, sir, buddy. And be at home like it was the Bible. Yes, sir, buddy. Memorizing them lyrics. Yes, sir, buddy. Well, I was a I was anti Jay Z, so I'm sorry, guys. Um, I know you. I'm, I'm not you. a hater on his you, success. But you was like say I'm, I'm not a hater on his success because I love to see success, and especially right. you know yeah. young black African American guy lead the streets, do the thing. But you know that, I ain't gonna mention that word that we mentioned earlier. But but yeah, he he's part of that you know in my mind you know. Oh yeah, okay. You think he has some connections? But hey, you know, and I think and I and I was you know I I come out I come out the university super on fire. And know, when, right. when so he when started you, talking about Jehovah and all yeah, that, yeah, kind of, I know, I know, I, you know, I know I, the whole, I know the whole, yeah. So my bad, and I, you my know, bad. but I thank God for his 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 economic success, and I believe he'll he'll feed back and help other entrepreneurs do what they got to do, and he'll do it the way he know how to do it, and other people be blessed by it. So I'm not a hater, but I, mean, I, you know I, I think mean? He's, I just that, that you know, he's I, he's not hallelujah. that he's not that guy no more though, P Mac. I was yeah, saying, I don't, I, 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 well, I don't know guy. him personally. Yeah, I don't but, think he's that. I I don't know what happened. I just for me, my inside scoop say see he at the top of the list on that one word. He oh, at okay. the top of the list. My inside scoop say he on the top of the list. He is, but he well, well he he's, he is whatever list he's on. Which I don't know. <laughs> he at the top of that one list. He at the top. He is definitely like what he's done for 
the the business acumen of culture and what he's doing for these guys in the music business, really helping them. He, he had the line, I'm overcharging for what they did to the Cold Crush. Just what he's doing to help economically because, you know, music business is full of stories of guys who just got raped, you know, didn't get their just due on. Absolutely. You know? And he's really, with Rock Nation, everything he's doing is Help providing that, a platform that, that industry, yeah. for these guys to get money back to be businessmen. And one of my favorite lines of all time is, I'm not a businessman, I'm, I'm a, a businessman. Business and him just changing the, the idea of artists saying, man, you got to be more than an artist. You, you, and you can't even just be a business. You got to realize your name is a business. And just how he's been able to... Just grab a hold of that, like, man. I didn't like Larry Bird. I hated Larry Bird. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he was money. Man, yeah. it's a bad You word, know bro. what I mean? And I felt like the refs helped him. You get calls, all that kind of stuff. And I just didn't like it. Felt like he was trying to be the face, the new Rick Berry and all that kind of stuff. And so I felt like he got So I hated him. But you cannot deny the, the fact that yeah. there were some basic hey, fundamental skills. Can't not the hustle. Because one thing for sure... <laughs> It, from that distance, not, you still got to put the ball in the basket. That's you know? it. At the end of the day, and when it comes to, to when so it comes to thing. changing the narrative and really under, like just changing the game, you know, what he did with the revitalizing the rock and the Dame Dash situation that happened, and him just bouncing back and just title Rock Nation. Um, you just can't knock the hustle, man. The evolution of yeah, the ev- him. This man 50-something years old. He's 50-something years people old. People never thought people in hip-hop would last past 35. You didn't You didn't know hip-hop could last. You, you could be in the game yeah, past the a certain age, and he's in his 50s. He's changing the narrative And dropped sure. the, what many people say is a classic album, 444. You know, at 50-plus, dropping something like that and still being relevant, still touring. You know he he's he's showing guys. And even in, in if he a, don't do that, he's a billionaire. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I mean I, that's that's how that's how I got. You know, the other day we were somebody and I was talking about that, and I I was giving them all my anti stuff. <laughs> and just like my, just and they like, slapped me in the face. They said, "Hey hey Gucci, he a billionaire." With a conversation was over. I, I put I, if they was been in my house, I'd have put them out. But I hung up the phone on them. Told them I had to go. Cause they slapped me in the face. And so. shout out to our producer Mozart. Mozart said something. Mo, he said something yesterday. Said that he's changing the narrative of mu- like music and yeah. what he's talking about. Yeah. And it's now making it to where people you finna really be out here, like really making good music that's yeah. not c- polluted and corrupt, and really can do something now because yeah. now he's at that phase of his life to where he's just not really talking. The the manage talk no more like it's just beyond it's it's beneath him now yeah and you know man. he's a power player now like he really is a power player making power moves yeah to really say look we can control we can control this culture now like as far as the the hip hop culture like we we don't have to be puppets for people anymore I'm gonna put the ball in your hands and go do go do the dang old thing so That's it. I just I I love what what he's been able to do. And um, you know, I, I always got a, a place in my heart for uh, old, old Jigger Man because I think he's the goat, you know, in my eyes. He make he learned all that stuff from <clears throat> Big Daddy Kane, don't you? Didn't you like Big Daddy Kane? Yeah, Big Daddy Kane was cool. Yeah, Big yeah, Daddy, Daddy Kane was good. He was a good guy. Yeah. He was a good guy. Who's just, your who who who's your who's your favorite guy from back in the day? 
you know, I was an LL guy. Yeah, of course, yeah. I love not, Houdini. Not a shocker. Not a That's shocker. Not a shocker. Not a shocker at, shocker at all. Not a shocker. Not a shocker. Around the way, girl. Okay. Around the way, girl. Okay. Okay. No doubt. Houdini. Houdini. You know, my actual fellowship that's still in existence now is the One Love Fellowship. One Love Fellowship. One Love. You look like a Houdini slick rig. Slick rig. Ain't no doubt. And then my boy from New York, Full Circle, shout out to my man. That's my friend, personal, Dana Dane. Dana okay, Dane. Dana, that's okay, my guy, yeah. Dana Dane with fame. So we, we love him. But I mean, Slick if you're just looking ruler. at the icon of my age, you know, some people say Kumo D because he was really the godfather of it. But, it, you know, the guys that set the trend was Run, Run, D, mm-hmm. M, C. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. They were, that, that was the guys. I, I, don't, I still don't believe. Outside of the business aspect, I still don't believe that there is a greater rap group? act. Okay, okay. Then run DMC. Either group or single. Then run DMC. I would probably, yeah. I would probably Ooh. give you that, but I'm gonna go with, Ooh. especially since I just watched the movie review. Shout out to Wu Tang Clan. Five mics uh, oh. in the temples of Shaolin. Oh, okay. I probably give it to the Wu Tang Clan oh. because they. I mean, don't well, Ron. They probably still got an edge because of the pop culture piece of it. That's the that's the piece I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, bro, they, 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 yeah. They but Wu Tang, but Wu-Tang did cross over a little bit Wu-Tang, too. But they kind of ruined themselves. They were so, <laughs> and then ruined them. But yeah, them jokers yeah. was. Wu Tang was slick, but I, I I would I would put NWA above Wu Tang. Mm, I would I would go run DMC NWA. I'm, I'm, about to th- I'm about to throw something in that's here. And then the I'm about to throw man. one in that's here, a good one. Because I got one. I'm gonna put above all of them. You got MWA run DMC Wu Tang. Who else? Who? My number one group. We talking about group. No, we talking about CC. When you when you talk about when you talk about Wu Tang is like a compilation of. Artists and they were a group, but right. you know they had to spawn off of all the you know the web of Wu Tang with Method and RZA, Jizza, Ghostface Killer, all these guys, Jiga, uh, all these guys. You know had their individual careers, but my top group or, or compilation of guys for me is Dungeon Family. Dungeon Family. They are yeah they they Dungeon Family they ain't above Wu Tang. Dungeon Family. And what Outcast? When you look at Outcast track record, we talk about crossover. Uh, Grammy for yeah, best album yeah. Period. That's that's crossover of epitomized best album. Period. I mean, they had the best album last three albums they put out. But I'm talking about the Grammy for not just hip hop. I'm talking about they won record of the year for all categories. Nobody else is the only two people did that in hip hop. Lauryn Hill did it. Yeah, yeah, and Outcast did it. Yeah, I get diamond. Them. They went diamond. diamond. They were ten mil. Yeah, yeah. And they got double, double CD too. But, but 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 I'm saying over a span of time. But they, they sampling and setting a, a course I, that, yeah. and a pattern. That Run DMC <clears throat> is the epitome. But but you need more time for outcast. When, when you go when you go back and when you if you if you do the history of any group probably yeah they got their influence has to reach back. To that's run true. DMC, it's that's the true. culture. They yeah. coat. They really kind of. They, they they they're they're the platform. I, that, yeah. that might be our come yeah. in song. But when I look at Outkast track record, and, and again, t- we need more time for Outkast because they've only been around twenty years or so. 
Um, so you need some more. That's a good bit of time. That is. That is a good. That's a time. That's that's a good time. And you look at six albums. You look at some classics. You look at. Outcast is slick, but I I I might put Outcast in front of Wu Tang, maybe. And then I mean, I don't know if I would put Outcast. I don't know. I I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go. Run DMC. Yeah, MWA was hard. NWA, NWA was, was hard. That's a that real changed, one. That changed, that changed, they, they did. Because Easy E don't die, that thing's still rolling. Yeah. Because yeah. they wouldn't have broke up. If yeah. Easy As a matter of fact, die. it's still rolling. Nah, Ice Cube. They, they was coming Ice back. Cube Ice Cube come told, up off told that thing, but I think once they was getting ready to come <laughs> that back. no Vaseline, boy. I was like, yeah. oh, Lord. They yeah, going to they they, they brought that thing back because your boy, he was going to pull it together. Dre was going to pull that thing together for him. Yeah. And then my boy died. I just, You could just see. But yeah. sometimes somebody got to go for other people to do what yeah. they got to do. Yeah. It gave it gave Ice Cube an opportunity to become because you know now you now Ice Cube got to fit up in that category too. I mean, end up NWA and what they produced, I will put NWA up there too. Um, and maybe it's just me being from this. I my love for this. I just think now when you look at Dungeon Family, and you look at Organized Noise. And everything that organized noise produced, all the the TLCs, the Don't Chase Water for all the the major everything that came out of the South, organized noise kind of was the the foundation of 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 that whole genre. And the South basically Uncle took Luke. over. Uncle Luke did it. Oh, Uncle Luke. Now Uncle Luke, Uncle Luke's court case that he won changed hip hop and music forever. He don't get enough all credit. Day. Because if he had lost that case, hip hop could have been censored, and it wouldn't be no end up. Because I think he was before NWA. He he was yeah yeah yeah. It, all them guys wouldn't have been able to. Because I think the parent parental advisory thing came after they won that case. So shout out to Uncle Luke. I mean he he definitely uh he uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Luke definitely. Boy, uh, I'm down here in Tallahassee, <laughs> Lord. So so uh, we man we. Interesting piece came out um, uh, this past week. Uh, shout out to Ava DuVernay, man. Oh, my God. Shout out to Ava. I'm, I'm a big, you know, I, I love the arts, man. I love what these these folks are doing, man. The Avas. Shout out to John Singleton, who passed away recently. Um, Isn't that something, man? Yes. Young, you know, the Spike Lees of the world. But all these young, young minds that are coming up uh, really, uh, you know, doing things for the culture moving the culture forward but Ava DuVernay uh, has this piece that that came out when they see us dropped on Netflix and man it is like really powerful it is really like wrecking it's just it's riveting. a phenomenal piece it's riveting um the the social media world and just things are ablaze the you know communities are ablaze just she's really he really did a good job of of really showing who these guys you know, were the kids they were when it first happened and really shedding light on the travesty of this situation uh, with these guys. And there's so many layers to this, this movie, or this, this, this series and what happened with these guys. And if you're under a rock and maybe didn't do it, go check out when they see us tough to watch, man, tough, Just really, really heavy. Uh, I fought back honestly, a lot of tears watching it, man. I, cause I, I really, when I watched it, I try and put myself in it as I thought about myself as a 14 year old kid and been in that situation. I thought about myself running around Audis, you know, us just being out, yep. you know, as kids, Audis running and, 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 you know, 
fortunately we never had nothing happen. We was in the vicinity, something happened, whoop de whoop, and now we're you know the, being close to things like that happening, man. But man, this was a a, a tough watch. I thought about being fourteen and me wanting to be like the OGs in the hood at that time. Yeah. And just because you just want to be around and see what they got going on. Mm-hmm. And you might know that some of the activity ain't healthy activity or good activity. You know you you, you know your mama don't play that. She already told you. Yeah. yeah. But you just want <clears> to <throat> be around them because you ain't got no father figure. You ain't got no you look up to them. And for something to go wrong and you just you just there. Yep. You there. And your life is forever changed. Right place at the wrong time. Man, it was, it's heavy, but it's good. I wasn't going to watch it, but Travis was talking about, nah, you need to watch it. You need to learn how to work through this stuff and all that. You know, and he's right, but because I have this thing about me, man, where, you know, a lot of people say I'm just too pro-black. I don't think I'm pro-black. I just think I'm just black, and I I like my color. It's my favorite color. It's, I like my skin tone. I like what I represent. I just like, I'm proud to be me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think um, it, it just it bothers me sometimes as a how we just we override the human the human rights like mm-hmm. you got like before we even get to color yeah we just got basic human like we're endowed by a creator with yes yeah. that we should just follow yeah, yeah. somebody falls in the ele- in, and yeah. you around you should pick them up you should help pick them up yeah. you yeah. know older lady. Yeah. Can't cross the street. Yeah, you just, should just help. Some ethics. Just yeah. some ethics. Some about morals. You. Some morals about you. Yeah. You some know val- what I'm saying? Values. And values. You, about that yeah. comes. That comes with just being a human, human being. Yeah. A human being. Human it's like before anybody yeah. teaches you anything. It's yeah. a. It's like a certain instinct that says yeah. that's not right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you know it because it's a. It's a human. It's a image. It's an image barrier. It's a thing that it's comes the from. Day, yeah. From God. It's the imago day yeah. thing. And it's just like. It's Man. actually a species thing. It, it really is. Yeah. I mean, you know, a group of frogs together, they don't normally just start eating each other. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Just, you know, they don't. You're right. This ain't going to happen. I mean, we, we saw a, a great picture of a lion being attacked by a hyena and another mm-hmm. lion came. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It, you ain't going to do that. It's just an instinct of rescue for your own species. <clears throat> yep. And, and what you really see in this movie, you see all of that instinct strategically being stripped away stripped away you see the strategy behind saying no to all the human instinct of this isn't right and you see how a system you see how people can be systematically wired to think a certain way because you get to this uh linda uh fairstein uh the, the the prosecutor in this case who strategic you know through strategy and a systematic approach tore down the humanity of these boys. So before we, before you go any farther, let's not assume again. I'm hoping that we all know this in this country, but the way, we're talking about the movie the way they see us. So yes. let's explain the whole. Oh situation. yeah, so you got the Central Park situation back in 1989. This young lady gets brutally attacked, right? Brutally attacked, raped, left for dead. They find her body. You have a group of uh, a group of kids, and I want to, you know, really kids, you know, fourteen year old, fifteen year old kids. Yeah. These are kids uh, playing in the park, and uh, they get caught up 
in this situation. Um, they get arrested, uh, and the you know NYPD starts to paint this case of these are the guys who we're going to say that did this to this lady. You know, there's been a lot of rapes happening in this city. We we have to do something to deal with this issue. We've got to address this. Um, this is kind of pre that crime bill, that super predator thing that happened. All this, this situation helped all that. The guy wrote the article on super predators and and uh, the situation behind this group of guys. The crack epidemic is breaking out. We got these angry kids, these these, these animals. And so they get put in this situation, uh, five of them, uh, a range of age 14 to 16, get put in a situation. And um, they get coerced into uh, admitting that they were part of this this crime. Um, coerced into saying that each other did it. These guys, most of these guys didn't know each other before this happened. A couple of them knew each other. And um, NYPD basically throws the throws the case at them. Uh, they get they get a charge uh, guilty by a uh, jury of their peers. <laughs> and um, one of them, 16-year-old, gets tried as an adult at 16, gets sent to Rikers Island at 16. The rest of them do time in a juvenile detention center for, uh, I believe, about six years. But uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a case of deceit, uh, false accusations. Just the, the It's the worst of the worst of humanity. Unprofessional, un unethical all of that it was racism it was oh, yeah. bigotry racism. it was it was all all of it just throw all of it in there because that's what it was it was appropriately entitled man because when they see she, us yes she did a great you know, job the, of the, the deal is we just talked about species yeah yeah, yeah. that was great so, so so through the eyes of certain individuals the perspective is this is a different species, species. yeah yeah this is there but it's an indoctrination of of an old code of being three fifths of a human. Yep. 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 So though though that has been eradicated and amended over years and over time, the indoctrination is a legacy yep. that's passed on passed like down. DNA. Yep. Wow. And so some people, when they look at African Americans, when they look at foreigners, I'll, I'll I'll go broad first before I get specific. They don't see the like species. So they don't see another human. Yep. They don't see another life. They only see another possibility. And if we start getting real specific in certain places like a New York, they begin to see individuals as animals. Oh, and man. they buy into the fact of evolution yep. that it this individual is not a human. human. Yeah. It's a trained gorilla. Mm. Wow. And so now I begin to, to, to treat them as if they are inhumane. But or, you know, you, go ahead. Go ahead. You know what? You, you are and, 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 and here's here's what bothers me. You get more support from the humane society about dogs than you do, than about, you do about a black man in a crime. Yeah. Wow. And the, the, you articulating that as I was reading, you know what happened because this happened. This happened thirty years ago, so I was just born. That's right. I wasn't aware of it happening at all. But just reading the reading the the propaganda. Man, words are so important, man. Words and yes, the sir. media are so important. And, and and seeing how the New York Post and these major New York magazine or, or, or um, newspapers really portrayed those exact sentiments that you said. 
describing these guys as savages, yep. as as people that were that were on the prowl. They you, use all these terms to to dehumanize and, and turn them into wildlings at, that that were that were that on the prowl. They need yep. to, yeah. You created a narrative that whatever twelve walk in and convict you, they gonna they, it, they gonna yeah. send you there. They, they they said they were a pack. So the the whole concept of wilding, you know, we said we wilding out. That was what the kids said. They said we were just in the park wilding. Yeah, yeah. They took this term wilding and and ran with it and, and put it in the paper. When the New York Post said wilding is seen as packs of bloodthirsty teens from tenements bursting with boredom and rage, roaming the streets, getting kicks from an evening of ultra violence. That was in the New York Post in nineteen eighty nine describing these guys and the guy on. On ABC, the guy on, on NBC, uh, Tom Brokow, he's he's a he was a newscaster. He described Wilding. This been is doing NBC, it up until now. He, yeah. This is not NBC Nightly News. Described Wilding as rampaging in wolf packs and attacking people for the fun of it. And Peter Jennings of ABC called it a terror, plain and simple. It was a terror. That's the words being used in national broadcasts. Uh, outlets or against 14, 15, 15 and 16-year-old 16 16 year kids. And then you... Innocent, nonetheless. Innocent, nonetheless. Right. But I heard a man say, it's the pageantry of cinematic literature. Mm. So by the time I get to the reality of the situation, the movie's already played in already my, mind. Out my mind. I've already mind. seen this young man running through the woods, yep. craving and salivating with sharp teeth Looking yep. for prey, pouncing on them, taking advantage of them, and then running off like a satisfied beast. Yep. Wow. So I can't even I can't even think straight. I can't even hear them speak. I can't I can't even take their side of the story because while they're talking, I'm replaying this movie mm, that you head. wrote yep. in the paper. Yep. All them triggers, man. All of those are trigger triggers, words. Yep. Trigger words to ignite people, to ignite emotion, to get people stirred up. To start have people not start thinking irrationally, like it's propaganda. It's propaganda at its best, and it's it's just like what P Mac just said. Like I've been in conversations with people. Shoot, I've been in conversations with friends and my own wife to where she doesn't say she doesn't say something that hurt me. I'm sorry, I can't even get past <laughs> it. Like I don't care what going on. You like you said this or. You, this is a picture that you got in my head. Or she triggered something that mm -hmm. has happened to me before. And it's just like, at that moment, man, you be like, it is what it is. And they created this this whole narrative. This man. whole narrative. That, that whole sticks and stones may break my bones, but words never hold me. One of the biggest lies ever in the world. Sticks and stones, you can get healed from that quick sometime. But words can follow you. And that's what happened. This, this, this narrative got created. And it's... It's crazy. We in 2019. One of the biggest is that still going on? One of the biggest voices of this particular situation, a real estate mogul in the 80s, took out a newspaper article in five newspapers, paid almost a hundred grand to get a full page mm. to call for these boys to be put to death. Who's he now? Say my a name. Mogul. Say my name. Who's he Say now? My, number 45 himself. 
Donald Trump paid $85,000 in ads in New York City newspapers to bring back the death penalty for these particular five boys because of this. He was the rain leader in propaganda. And people think that this dude just says stuff to say stuff. He's been strategic. It's in indoctrinated. How he, it's indoctrinated. That's what. That's all it is. It's indoctrinated. He, you, when it, when something's indoctrinated, you can't get away from it. You can't. It's going to continue to rise again. Your true self is going to continue to rise once it's been indoctrinated. Yep. Let me show you the hatred. Let me show you the seriousness behind it. What I've known about men of his kind, he put his money oh, where yeah. his mouth was. Oh, big time. And if they don't... If, they don't love nothing or they don't hate nothing if they don't put their money behind Where your heart is. It's where mm, your heart mm, is. Yeah. Where your, they're your treasure your where your shall be also. And he wrote that and check. To, he uh, wrote that check. And then now you look 30 years later, look at how the people from across the border, they're sending their rapists. They're sending their murderers. They're sending the, that, that was how an entire country of immigrants was categorized to start the campaign in 2016 was yep. this is who they're sending to us and you you look at it in 2019 and, and and for me you know i see a lot of we talked about this a little bit in the green room as believers you know we have to go back to you know this is the reality of things that are happening it's happening in 2019 uh you look at this whole super predator thing that came out of this the guy wrote the paper in in, in 1995 he writes this paper uh um what was the guy's name? I just had John uh DeLulio Jr. 1995 writes this essay, The Coming of the Super Predators. He writes this whole essay, this weekly standard essay, an academic paper about the shift. He predicted an immediate demographic shift towards the unleash of an army of young male predator street criminals. And you see how we dealing with the ramifications of that right now. And he he came back and apologized and said that his his uh, his outlook was wrong. But you had Hillary Clinton Hillary Clinton grab a hold of that, and that really helped lead this whole crime bill thing and the super predators and and people of certain hues being dumped into this category. And man, you look at as a believer, I sit back and say, man, what's our response? Because we can't just be pissed off and mad, no, and upset. That's really, that doesn't, that doesn't it do don't anything. get us nowhere to be pissed off and mad. And so, you know, I look at, man, what is our strategy behind dealing with what she just showed? Ava DuVernay just showed us some, some stuff. So now it's like, okay, she did her job as, you know, art betraying life, portraying life and, and giving, giving these guys a voice so we can see them properly. But now it's like, okay, what we do with it? You know what I'm saying? Like that's a, that's a great. How question. are we handling in 2019? Still dealing with the injustices and the things that are happening? You know how do we how do we respond to to a situation like this? That, that's the that's really the question. Is okay now, now that now that we see them now that we know how people see us in a lot of situations. Uh, P Mac, you sent the you sent the article out to us. This judge now this is 2011. Pennsylvania judge is sentenced to 28 years in in a massive juvenile justice bribery count uh, scandal. This guy's this guy Mark 
uh, Sia Varela Jr. was convicted of taking a million dollars in bribes from developer developers. Let's go to our podcast we did. That's right. Come on. Couple episodes ago. This 2000. For all y'all who listen to this and like, oh, he just talking. You know, he thinks he spent a couple years in the pen. He know some. That, oh, that was real cute. But you need a 20-year plan and business. And, oh, that was, that was real clever. penitentiary slick. Yeah, he, you know, he went there. <laughs> yeah. He the university. Okay, that was real slick. And he, he taking it too far. Listen to this. A former... County Judge Mark Ciavarella Jr. in Pennsylvania in 2011 was convicted of taking a million dollar in bribes from developers of juvenile detention centers. Come on. He presided over cases that would send juveniles to those same centers. He was being paid to send people a million dollar deposit to say, we need people in our facility. We need kids, not people. We need juveniles in our facility, so we're going to pay you to get these juveniles in our facility. And the court tossed about, listen to this, 4,000 convictions that were issued by him between 2003 and 2008. 4,000. 4,000 convictions were tossed by this judge over that five-year time period for taking bribes to send people into the prison system. And if they could calculate the million dollars, how much money was it really? Yeah, because that's how the million they found. How much money was it really? Because I, I, I don't care who it is, when you find out how much, when you, when, you, when you get to tell how much money it was, that ain't all that of ain't it. That ain't all the money. You ain't get all of it. Ain't no way in the world you got all of it. Too much was under the table. Too many bands at the dinner table. Too many, too many things left in the trash can. Too many briefcases under the desk. I mean, and, and we're talking about, man, you go back and all you got to do is watch Roots. All you got to do is watch 12, uh, 12 Men of Slave. 12, 12 Years of Slave, yeah. 12 Years of Slave. All you got to do is go back and, and look at documentaries of slave trade. It's, it's, it's slave trade. It's industrial slave trade. Mm. It's, 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 See, uh, people think you 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 it, being it, too strong with that terminology, but, P-Mac. But it is yeah. what it is. And so we've got to understand you, You're going too far, P-Mac. The system, that has, the system hasn't changed. Listen, you preach the gospel in different methods, but the message is the, the same. same. Yeah. You enslave in different methods, but the message Method is the same. If we don't enslave them, then how do we control them? And then if we don't control them, how can we get paid for them? So the deal is we're here as a commodity, not as a humanity. We're here as a commodity. Mm. And if we don't catch up to that, what do you tell what do Tupac's mama tell them? They're going to give you the tools to destroy yourself. Yes, yeah. And so what they do is continue to give us the tools to destroy ourselves, but they pay, we pay them for the tools. Mm. And so now we're profiled as these animals, as these savages, as these beasts. So now racial profiling didn't start with these kids. You know, when you look at, at some of the work of some of the people, Benson Hurst, you look at you look at uh, uh, Howard Beach, you look at all these yeah. things, took an 84, 89, in, James, in the James same Baldwin, year, yeah. 1989. You got the Benson Hurst situation. You got mm. you got situations going on at the exact same time that this is going on. We just happen to hear about this, this one. one. Yeah, and, and you, you brought up that, that point. You, you, that said, point up. you said this was many. one. This was it's one story. It's happening every day. Yeah. Pull over. Yeah. You know what I mean? We just had a mother in in Dayton and said that, that people pulled up on her child and his girlfriend. They they overhyped. They seniors in high school pull up on them and 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 make them get out the car. Uh, send them through all kind of stuff. 
He's sitting in front of his house. The man said, I'm sitting in front of my house. He said, well, y'all don't look like, y'all look like something wrong. How do I look like something wrong <laughs> sitting in a car that's not tinted, yeah. no smoke, no music, and he say, I'm sitting in front of my house. Okay, so you're going to halfway, you're going to search them and pull them out the car? Mm. And, and, and now you want me to be okay with that? When all you had to do was say, don't nobody move, go knock on the door. Yeah, or yeah. let's say, let's go to the door and just say, well, ma'am, you know, there's been a, a tragedy in the city. We're just trying to make sure a lot of looting going on. Thank yeah. you for being a responsible parent. Thank you guys for doing and going on about your business. She follows the police, sees them in another part of the complex, gets out the car and says something to him. Why you didn't come ask me? He told him, I don't have to ask you nothing. They just didn't look right. So we've yeah. been subject of not looking right. Yeah, that's our problem. We don't look right. Well, what's right? Well, what is right? Yeah, yeah, right. So right. What, what, how am I supposed how to, I look? to look? And so you you playing a game you can't win. And so man, it's it's it's. But tough. see, that's the that, that and and that's the that's where my the, the wheels were turning in my mind. Um, all of us all of us at this table are from the inner city. Um, we have different experiences. We, we've been in the worst sides of town, you know what I'm saying? We, we've all had those experiences of living in, you know, PMAC is, has much experience with the worst of the worst in Dayton. Out East growing up, you know, I, I, I had friends I went, I went to school with, like, like what, where's Out East? I didn't know what Out East was. It was like the yeah. uh, a black hole of Jacksonville. Yeah, where it was. It was like, but don't, we don't go over there. When you look at, you say, we losing that playing the game. When I sit down and think about this, I'm like, how do we we have to continue to, to educate and train, especially our young black males on how to play, how to how to what the rules of the game, like, the well, rules of engagement. What, we got to make the sure rules that, of the engagement. rules of engagement. They got to know what the game is. They got to know all. what because because the the it, it's a few. And again, we we look at it, we look at it thirty years from now. In the safeness of our home, you know, both all of us are parents. Earlier, we were looking at it in here, and and, and, and Phil saw the dad's response. The dad told his son, "Tell these people what they oh want to hear." God. And 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 your first response is, "Man, I want to slap this." You you gonna tell? But but I had to step back and say, he, "Man, that's the eighties in New York. This dude got a record." Yep. He dealing with in, the infamous NYPD stop and frisk NYPD. He is he back have, on his feet. He has been working for he been five working for years. Five, he got a great he job. No trouble. Got a great job. Managers didn't know he had the the, the background. The yep. dude brought that up. You want to, and and I, you start to think about the psychological effect of the the circumstance and the situation and everything that evolved it, and you can see how. You got people in 2019 who will respond the same way if their kid got put in the net. Well, that's the that's the that's it. Like I talked the to the same some of my guys, way. I talked to some of my young boys from the EVAC. I remember uh, we're doing uh, a podcast with them uh, a couple of years ago, about a good year ago, year and a half ago, and they they explained to me the the and P Matt, you could kind of correct me if I'm if, make sure I'm saying it right. The the 21 day factor, like if you get arrested. Uh, like they got to do something with you in, uh, if you're a juvenile uh, in 21 days. State to state. State to state. Like state they, to yeah, state. you got like they got to make it. Like if they lock you, if they arrest you, mm -hmm. and they book you, they got to do something with you in these 21 days. And we had I had 16 to 17 years telling me that they were being coerced 
into waiving the 21 days because once if you waive them, they can hold you and hold you and hold you and hold you. And I'm like, so hold on. So what you mean? Like, so do you 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 know? Are you saying that? Well, when until they set an actual court date with you, if if I'm and make sure I'm saying it right, I, I think in 21 days they have to set a court date for you for for something. They have to find out what they're going to do with you, or they can choose to push it back if they have convicted you or arrested you for something. And he said that in the 21 days, you have an opportunity as the person being arrested where you can, they, they can convince you to waive it based on something. I'm, I'm going to look well, up. Now here, here's the bad part, Big Phil. A lot of times the convince of waiving this statute of limitations for them to move the, the court, the, the case forward is done by your public defender. Mm. Who's the lunch buddy of the prosecutor? Mm. They all in the same building. Mm. They not at odds or, with or each other. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait! Watch this. They getting paid by the same government. Mm. You got a supervisor that might sign your time card, but it's your county administrator that's signing your check. So we really under the same roof. We just in different divisions. Mm. That's like working water, working electric. You under the same division. Oh. Mm. I mean, under the same roof, just different divisions. So a lot of times, man. When you're talking about being, uh, and, and 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 I'm you know I'm sorry for my my non-affluent Caucasian people are getting thrown in this boat as well. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of his they economics bring, they, yep. they don't bring a lot to the table. <clears throat> table yeah. So now they're getting treated the same way. Man, listen, I watched a movie the other night, uh, the Free State of Jones. Yes, amazing movie. I haven't seen it. You gotta, oh, man. oh man, listen, amazing movie. Is, I watched it again the other night. I let a friend watch it. They used the N-word. And the guy said, you calling him an N. He's been captured to pick the cotton. You dying yeah. so they can keep the cotton. So who's really the N? And he was saying that to a white man, a Caucasian yeah. man. Yeah. Wow. So it really looks at who's expendable and who's not. But by and large, it's always people of color that are seem to be expendable, mm -hmm. except for those few that seem to have the affluence of the others that we want to cater to so that we don't lose total control. And so I'm always careful of the people who rise because you got to find out their motives. While these kids are, are being profiled, there were some kids next door being profiled. There were some kids in New Jersey being profiled. Mm -hmm. There were some kids in Atlantic City being profiled. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, we're being profiled. Yeah. We, we right now have to watch where we are and what we're doing. So even... Mm -hmm. so, and, and it's, 2019. Two, oh, yeah. and, and that's the thing. Like I was, I'm just sitting here thinking when we were talking about we got to teach our, our kids and those around us the game, how to play the game. That's still, in a way dehumanizes us because why I, I shouldn't play. have to why yeah, yeah. why well like why should I have to tell sit down and say to my son okay, and explain to him and explain to him yeah okay so because you're the color of, the, of your skin there's a these are certain things that are going to happen to you that you might not see happen to some of your other friends that are not of the same persuasion of you you know what I'm saying and you got to understand that it's because of who you are and how you look 
is why you got like that yeah. automatically sets triggers in my son's head. He's gonna be like, I remember it happening to me. I remember, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm different. Like, okay. I'm looked at different, I, treated I, different. I'm treated different. Yeah. But, you, different. but you gotta it's it sucks, but it's almost like you're doing a disservice. You know, we we're we're uh you know our church is on this Understanding the time series, which has been phenomenal, just phenomenal. Understanding the times, knowing what you ought to do, like the sons of Issachar, and uh, as a as a black male in the United States of America, you got to understand the times and know what you need to do. Yeah, and you got to be real enough to say if I'm raising and and this isn't to discredit you know minorities in general. I'm just speaking as a black man. Um, especially if you're raising black boys with this with this new environment that words have created with our recent president, this environment, we talk about the power of words and God created everything we see by the power of his word and it just, he spoke it and it that's true, that's just a universal rule words by this president, his administration um, other things have created an environment that has really it seems like set us back in the sense that, yeah, in 2019, 2020, you still got to tell, you know, my eight-year-old son, I got to tell him, hey, son, we talked about this in the green room, hey, son, you, this is what happens when you get angry. I know this about you. This is what happens when you get angry. You don't talk. I can see it on your face. Your body gets stiff. You don't want to move. Mm. You, 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 you're being real rebellious. That's the word right there. You're being and, and, and son, when you in class and the teacher says something you don't like, you think you know it all. That's that, that's part of it. you really think you so so if you think you're right, you think you're right. Son, as a young black male, I know you're only eight years old, you don't really comprehend what I'm saying, but as a young black male, a angry, upset, unable to articulate his feelings, black male is seen as a dangerous person. In the United States, we got to go back to speech class. We've Ooh. we've got to go back to writing narratives and essays and and getting up in front of the class. We've got to go back to some things that were foundational that we've taken out of Man. the classroom because quote unquote watch this in our inner city urban schools the kids don't like that mm. and we can't control it. So we're going to eliminate it. Well, what you're doing is you're putting me at a disadvantage. Yeah. yeah. Because if I can't, if I don't learn how to speak my mind calmly, mm. then I'll never be able to get my point across. That's exactly I, what we see in the movie. I, and that's what you see. And 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 the deal is when the, those few that do know how to articulate it from a word standpoint, they don't know how to express it from yeah. a tone standpoint. Yep. Now it gets loud. Yep. It gets angry. It gets yep. with, with a lot of force. And frustration. And so yeah. now people have to calm that down. So now you could articulate it, yeah. but because of your tone and the way you're presenting it, mm -hmm. I got to shut you up. Yeah. Yeah. With handcuffs. And, 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 and with handcuffs and hopefully not a bullet. All right. And, and then I get to then s translate that I was fearful. What you were trying to say. Yeah. 
Now I get to translate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because That's exactly what went on. Yeah. I, I, listen, this is what they trying to, to say. say. Yeah. Yep. He can't explain what he's saying right now, but, but this, this is, is what it. he's trying to say. And, and that's exactly, when you look at those those situations, Yusef was probably the most articulate one. And he he hung in the longest. If you he notice, did. Yusef hung in the, with the high top fade. Yeah. He hung in the longest like, no, I don't know. And the guy said, you trying to get, you trying to talk smart to me? You're trying to talk smart. You think your smart's going to get you out of this? And his ability to explain himself helped push him a little bit longer. He didn't sign anything. His mom made it in. But Corey Wise, man. Oh, man. Corey and Kevin Richardson, man. The, I think his name is realizing Kate. The other one was the fourteen-year-old, the one who the got fourteen-year-old who had the markers. Yeah, yeah, the markers. Man, I just, I, I was just like, bro, you really just saw yeah, Kevin Richardson. You really saw the power of words and how they were able to just coerce these dudes into. And when you look at, I was reading uh, somebody who works in the legal field. They were they 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 posted this uh, they posted this thing to talk about the do's and the don'ts of when when you run across. Law enforcement. Oh, I got. We got it on our uh, the website at Dayton, Ohio. What are the words to use? Yeah, how 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 to respond when you're stopped by a police officer? I got it on my website. Wow. You you have to have it. Yeah. You have to teach it. Yeah. I I did a whole Wednesday Bible study. I just talked about proper responses. Mm. So I talked about the yes, thank you, hallelujah, amen. But I had to talk about how to deal with authority when you are stopped. Mm. Because if you approach them the wrong way, it's going to be an issue. I was literally called smart aleck by authorities because I was using large words and proper English. Mm. And they told me I was being smart aleck and disrespectful and trying to mock them. And so when Mm. my mother asked, well, what, what did he say? And they repeated it. She said, well, what was wrong with that? You know what their response was? Well, we know he don't talk like that. So he knew he was trying to mock us. He was trying to be funny. Mm. So some situations you danged if you do, yeah, you yeah, danged yeah, if you, you don't, don't. Yeah. because it's it's an indoctrinated thought process that they have. It's a cognitive process that listen, I've got to keep the upper hand on these individuals. So whatever way they present, yeah. I've got to consider it disrespectful, and and I've got to make sure that I regard it as offensive. And so I've got to defend myself. So as a police officer, as a prosecutor, as as a as a, a contributing financial um, donor to uh, <laughs> these uh, the propaganda against these young men, I've I've got to do whatever I've got to do to cause them to look at wrong. I got to cause yeah. them to look wrong. Yeah. And that's our issue, man. Every time we come up on the scene. It's already assumed we're wrong. And we got to prove that we're right. When the system says you have to be proven to be guilty, Guilty. we got to prove to be innocent. And normally we don't have the resources or the support that will help us do that. And God forbid we got a little tango in our history and in our past. Now we're really in trouble. And so you got to do it. That's what you saw with the dad. Sometimes I have to acquiesce to my mentor, when I always talk about knowing the game, rules of engagement, understanding this and that, I have to just yield to what he said. He told me a long time ago, he's, you know, just he loves God. He told me when I was 17, he said, you're going to have to get out the game and get on the wheel. And he was talking about ambiguous, W-H-E-E-L and W-I-L-L of God. So mm. you're going to have to get out the game mm. and get on the wheel. 
And so when we own the wheel, then, you know, God is in control. We understand what we need. At the same time, there's some natural things that that maybe the Bible doesn't make clear, even though the suggestion is there. We're going to have to understand we're going to need education. We're going to need a good job. We're going to need to raise our families right. We're going to need to be good citizens. All that's in the Bible, obviously. And and we've got to we've got to live our lives like that, so that authority in most cases in most cases will yeah. not affect us. Yeah. And then you got to and then I'm I'm sitting here reading and I'm like, man, I got to prepare and, and and teach my kids, those around us, like that composure has to be there because and understanding what to say and what to do with authority, even when it gets to the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. Like it was so many. Things that happen in this situation, in this 1989 case with the Central Park, that you could just flare up at any moment. Oh, yeah. Like, from the beginning. Nobody, like, dude, did you know that it was 35 teenagers in the park? Yeah, yeah. 35. Now, I'm a parent. It's 35 teenagers. And you pick my son out of 35 teenagers. To say that he, re- I'm sitting here and I'm just like, as a parent, you got to keep your parent, composure. You got to keep your composure. Yes, sir. As yep. a parent, you got to say, how do I de-escalate this situation yep. to where my son not only goes home, yeah. but goes home for good and stays home. and stays home. Not take this crap that they were talking about in the in the movie. Where he go home and then you gonna come and pick him up the following day, and, and it's just like man that. This is and 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 it's it's a you know the justice system is something that we talk about deals that are made um oh. just bad deals you oh. know the the intimidation factor plea bargains of man if I don't take this deal they can give me 15 years if I don't take this deal if I don't you know my my brother-in-law went through that he's in prison right now you saw his son tell his daddy that just yeah, just be yeah. Quiet, I got. I, I made. I made a deal. I made a deal. And he, didn't, my my brother in law, didn't take the deal and uh, is in prison now because of that. But when you look at the lack of education in our community on a system that we've been involved with for a long time, but still yet the lack of education um, and the intimidation factor that's used. You got a like you mean you got a public defender's office that's hugely underworked. Most of them are going there just to work for maybe a few years to learn to hopefully going to private practice at some point. You got a few in there that's lifers that really is in there to do the, the work, but they got a stack load this high. Overworked. Overworked. Yes, overworked. overworked. You got the, the, the district attorney's office who can be ran by some maniac that really wants to make sure they have a good, strong, iron fist record. And, and you, politically controlled. Poli- yeah, definitely politically controlled in a lot of cases. And you you got these deals that's where Economically influenced. Yeah, big time. Jeez. And, and you got, as parents, you, you get parents that get put in situations where they're looking at their baby like, I want it's, you to it's, come. It's, it's rough, man, because yeah. you, you got to try to matriculate through that system. Okay, so instinct can get me stopped. Yeah. Suspicion can get me arrested. Bogusness can get me charged. Convincing can get me indicted. Consistency going to get me on trial. Mm. And evidence is what's going to get me acquitted or a lack of evidence. 
I've gone through five or six stages yeah. Yeah, of the we... penal system or the, the, the judicial system already before evidence ever becomes a factor. Yeah. Mm. And it should start now. So I got to pay for your instinct, your suspicion, your convincing, your consistency before we ever start dealing with the evidence. Yeah. Because can, you can stop me because it just it, it, something didn't seem right. Yeah. Then you can arrest me because I seem suspicious. Yeah. Now, I need a lawyer now. But when you don't know the right words to use. Then you in trouble. To say, hey, I want a lawyer. I'm not you in speak, trouble. speaking any more words. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, one of the, the things I saw said, don't ask for your mama. Don't ask for your grandmama. Don't ask for your granddad. Don't ask none for, of that. Ask for a lawyer. You need to ask for a lawyer. And don't have nothing else to say. Don't have nothing else to you say. You don't need to answer. Excuse me, man. I, I need to speak to my lawyer. That's yep. all you need to say. Yep. Excuse me. I need to speak with my lawyer. Excuse me, I need to speak with my lawyer. Because where you're going, where you're coming from, all becomes new evidence. Yeah. Or let me let me go back. I'm sorry. New suspicion, suspicion. Yeah. against you. Yeah. You remember the case? I think it was uh it was Nat Glover's son was in the police oh, yeah. force. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Michael the boy Glover. got picked up. Yes, sir. And the police beat the confession out of him. Yes, sir. They did the HBO special on him. I remember. Man, you know that scared the mess out of me because the boy looked like me, man. Yeah. They showed his picture on the they showed his picture on the news. I remember being in my grandma in my house like, this kid looks like he had glasses on, dark yep. skinned guy, low haircut, was walking home, I think, from school mm-hmm. and caught the boy and it's in and it's in Jacksonville. Yep. And I'm like, I'm looking at the TV PMAC like, that's me. This kid, that could have been me walking from the bus out east with my book bag on, and I look like whoever don't did this case. And so how would I have responded? Would I have known what to say? Would I have known, give me, would I, would I have been able to take that beat down and still know what to say? Man, my mother used to tell us to go get my little brother from school. We lived lived in a little area, Harrison Township, nice little area. He went to a school called Valerie. Valerie, you had to come down through this area, though, and depending on how he wanted to get home and get across that that, that heavy traffic, you you down inside some nice houses before you get to our little block. So he, he down through there. So we used to laugh, and we told my mother when she's like, go get your brother. We used to laugh and say, Mom, we don't need to go. Ain't nobody gonna mess with him. You know, coming down through there, he all right, he fine. She said, uh-uh, I don't want him to get blamed for nothing. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. yeah. And so you don't even think about that until yeah. years later. Yeah. He walking by himself. Yeah. Yeah. If something happened, happened. they're going to blame him, yeah. and yeah. it's their word against his. Yeah. But you, So she would say, go pick him up. I, I ain't worried about somebody doing something to him, yeah. but I'm worried about him getting blamed for something. And that's, that's, a, that's a rough life to have to live. That you can't even walk down the street, not the fear of somebody doing something to you, but yeah. the fear of somebody blaming something on you, Listen. choosing you to make a blame. That's 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 yeah. that's inhumane. That's inhumane. Listen, I never really talked about this a lot. I've shared it with my my wife and close friends, but I remember when a guy was killed up the street from my house, murdered up the street from my house, and. Police had them blocked off the 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 block to where I walked to the store, um, but you could still walk, but you just couldn't drive because they had them roped mm-hmm. it off where the body was, things like that, right on the corner. And we, me and my homeboy, we going to the store. We going to the store, and 
I had on a red bandana with a red shirt. Mm. I was a I was in a play called Saints in the Hood. I was dressed up as the as the uh uh the gangster. The street guy. Yes. I'm coming from rehearsal. Wow. And I just I they dropped me off home and I said I'm gonna just walk to the store. And as I walked to the store, my homeboy met me at the uh, he stayed on the block behind me. He was like, where you going? I'm going to the store. He walked with me to the store. We both walked to the store. I still got the, the bandana on with the red shirt. It's matching the red shirt. The shirt says, Saints in the Hood. A play. I get to the corner. I go. We get in the uh, We go. We get in the store. We buy what we buy. We come back. The police stops both of us. I see the detective tell him, go get them too. He comes and he stops both of us. He said, put them in the car. At that moment, I'm like, bro, what? They finna, put, they finna put us in the car. They put me in the car. He gets in, black cop. He gets in the front of his car. He say, hey, what's your name? We tell him the name. You got any warrants? I'm like, nah, I ain't got no warrants. That's my other homeboy. You got any warrants? I think he had one at the time, maybe. Um, he said, uh, so y'all go ahead on and tell me who who murdered this guy. He like he went straight at us. Like we don't know. Like why did you ask him? We don't know. Okay, don't BS me. I'm just saying BS, but that yeah. you know, don't BS me. Like you want to go to jail? Mm, go goes. to jail. I'm like I don't want to go to jail, man. I am night. I'm at this time. I'm 19. I'm 19 years old. I'm like, I don't want to go to jail. He was like, well, you need to tell me what happened. I don't know. I, sir, I don't know what happened. I honestly don't. I I began to, bro, it anger, tears, all the above started to come because he kept getting out of the car. Detective, mm. white detective kept walking over. You guys really making it hard for you. You're really making it hard on you. I don't know what it was. I do know what it was now. Thank you, God. Something came over me, and I was calm as I could possibly be. And I began to say, yes, sir. No, sir. I have no information on this. I, my whole demeanor changed. Man, it was like God just took over my body. It was just yeah. like, you're going to get out of this. But I remember my impulse reaction. I began to get angry and yeah. I began to panic. Yeah. And I was going to say something out of my mouth that, that was going to get trouble. me in yeah. trouble. Get yeah. you downtown. It was going to get me in trouble, get me in trouble, or get him in trouble. And it's just like. And you man, a big black man. And I'm a big black. I ain't never been little. I ain't been little since the fifth grade. I came, I went to Daytona for the summer, came back, and I was large. <laughs> and I ain't never been ain't small never been back. since then. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like that. those situations, man. I remember being so angry, so angry. And then I get out of it. They let me go after two hours later. Wow. Set me there. Me and my homeboy after two hours That's later. That's a long two hours, bro. Long two hours. Long two hours of my life. I see the black cop the following week in the grocery store. Mm. I walk up to him. I said, you the, you the, you the guy. That anger came back. Mm -hmm. You the guy that put me in the back seat of the car last week. When that dude got murdered, he said, I don't know what you talking about. I ain't did nothing to you. I don't know what you talking about. Look at me right in my face lying to me. He was like, I don't know what you talking about, brother. I ain't did nothing to you. 
you you hear what I said? I did nothing to you. Like trying to intimidate me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, nah, you did something to me. You the one put me in the backseat of the car. And it took for the the the, the, the individual I was with at the time, she's not my wife, but praise God I'd have moved on from that. But she, <laughs> she, she pulled me out of there. She pulled me out of there. I had no business with it anyway. Clear. So. <laughs> but she pulled me out of there. And the anger, man, it's just, but that stuff I'll never forget. And I say all that to say is those, like, I was really about to do something that yeah. was going to change my life like forever. forever. You know and that's what, I mean? what they're banking on too. And it was and he and they was banking on that. And I guess that's that that thing that you that we're talking about that you gotta you gotta teach, you gotta you gotta kind of pour into your young people. Cause my yeah. son, I talked to him about it now. He's five years old, but he does this mm thing when somebody does something to him, gets all angry. Mm -hmm. And you know, he ain't I know, just like you said, he ain't going to do nothing. He's the sweetest right, yeah. thing. He ain't going to bust a right, grape. Yeah. He the most sensitive. He's sensitive. He's sweet. He just got a smile on He is my, he my prince. He ain't, that boy ain't going to do nothing. He's a great kid. But he gets angry. And like you said, some teacher, like even with some of the, like, you know, I've seen it. It's like, why is you acting like this with my son? I done mm -hmm. had to have these conversations with, yeah. with people in authority. At his, like, my son ain't, come on. You know what I'm saying? But, like you said, they are not going to view you like we view yeah. them. You know what I mean? So Because we got their experience. And I used to tell my son, you know, you cannot go to school and present yourself a certain way because you have been ancestrist profiled. Mm -hmm. Your family name has a history and your father mm -hmm. has a past mm -hmm. and the, the expectation is that you're going to follow in your ancestress history. Mm -hmm. You're going to follow in that pathway. So the first time you get belligerent, you raise up. They're going to treat you. They go to McGuire. At, 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 the, the, the McGuire done came out of him. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so when yeah. you get you start getting that, so you have to be very careful, man. So I, I just looked this up. I just want to just see what it said on Wikipedia. Racial profiling is the act of suspecting or targeting a person of a certain race on the basis of observed or assumed characteristics or behavior of a racial or an ethnic group rather than on individual suspicion. Mm. Wow. So so right away, depending on the person who has the perspective of you, you're already at a disadvantage because they have an assumed characteristic or behavior pattern that comes from your ethnicity yeah. based on how they've been taught or what their experience is that puts you at an immediate disadvantage. Yeah. And so things like, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, no, thank you, no, are, need to get back into our children's mouths, but we have veered away from it as we've become more culturally uh, astute because that sound like massa talk. Mm. Mm. But actually, that's the correct mm. way to address authority regardless yeah. of the, eth the ethnicity or the situation. So like when I'm in 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 my in my Ooh, spiritual back, role here in the church and, and people say something to me, yeah. you're not allowed to talk to me without saying yes sir, no, no. no sir, yeah. yes you, it ain't you ain't allowed. I don't care yeah. how old you are. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. No 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 no. Because by the time they got to worship, I'll be done whooped you. So 
You, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Why? Because I'm trying to get them to yeah, understand yeah. that when certain authority come on you, not giving them that proper respect yeah. is immediately regarded as rebellion. Yeah. And they go right into that profiling. But because we don't want to give Massa his due or we don't want to look like we are bowing down, we don't like to say yes, sir, to certain people. Certain people, yeah. Yeah, that's real, though. That's and, we've been, and, That's and, we, and we've been taught, and this is the other thing we got to get back, get out of our urban situation and out of our mindset. We have a bad indoctrination as well because we hate blue. Yeah, our relationship oh, with yeah. them is hard. Is, oh, yeah. We hate 5-0. Yeah. 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 We see them coming. They slow down. Like, what you want? Yeah. yeah. We you know what I mean? We, ain't, we yeah. don't even know that they looking for a killer that's in the neighborhood and they want to make sure we safe. But before they can get the window down, we done said something stupid. Now, P. Matt, but so and we done so disrespected. But but is that so? I, I'm gonna give a little pushback. We paranoid. Here. Yeah, we pay, we, pay we paranoid. paranoid. Yeah. Is that was that na- narrative though created by us? No, because that's why I'm like I'm like our relationship no. with Blue is bad. It was not created by us. At the same time, though, we don't need to feed into it. Because it has not allowed us to progress. And, and that's you know, that's the issue. Like you know what I mean. That that that's just the issue. No, and if we yeah. if we, hey, I grew up like everybody know feeling out love Addis. We Addis till we die. And I rem, I I remember as a kid being in the car with my uncle and them, and the language they use talking about the to talk about pigs. Yes, sir. And them races. A crackers, yes sir. That was called crackers. Be, be, be real. We didn't that, call them police. That, that was, was crackers. That, that was the word. Where it was peckerwood. Yeah, yeah, that that was the That's words it. that was that was used. And um, you know, as a kid, you kind of like in your mind, you battling with okay, like okay, I know my uncle and they got the best, my best interests at heart, so they ain't lying to me. But I know, I know all officer friendly at the school ain't. Hey, mean uh, he yeah. be pretty cool with us, and yeah. you know, then, then you get older, and 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 I was I was like semi raised by a cop. My mom married a cop. Um, my stepdad's a police officer, and then my wife, her father's a police officer, and so you start you have this dichotomy in you of a, a distrust and a a sense of disrespect to that authority, um, but then you also have this evidence in your other pocket of. We have to have this distrust yeah. and disrespect because they don't love us. So we, it's it's almost fighting fire with fire. That's what it is. Yeah, they don't love us and respect us, so we ain't gonna love and respect them. And 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 the wisdom behind it. And again, we as believers, my my mindset with this conversation was, man, we got to give believers some fuel for understanding when the heck we supposed to do as believers not as black people first not as but as believers first who are black who live in this body who is a part of us is who we are we don't deny it we walk in it we embrace it but how do we let the spiritual part of us we, we gotta have we gotta teach the responsibility to represent yeah we do and, 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 and we my, gotta practice my, that on a consistent basis and, yeah. and for some of us who have had some negative experiences yeah, that's it's, tough because i had some negative experiences yeah. i mean but my mother would always say, well, I remember when, when right before I, I, I went to jail and we were just talking about it, and I talk about negative experience. She said, but where were you? Mm. <laughs> you the police didn't come talk to you crazy while you was at church. They didn't come into your classroom and act the fool to you when you were in class, yeah. paying attention to the board. 
Where were you? You were in places where they're looking for debauchery. They're expecting some chaos. Stay out of those places. If it's the club, if it's the street corner, if it's the park at night, why are you there? Because the stuff that go down there, my grandma used to say, hey, anything going down after 11 o'clock that ain't the news is is news. Hmm. If it ain't the news, it is, it is news. news. Ain't nothing to do after 11 o'clock at night if you ain't at work. <laughs> That's what my grandma used to say. It ain't nothing else to do. You, she said, decent people go to bed. <laughs> decent people go to bed. <laughs> it's as simple as that. You Decent people go to bed. Yeah. And if they ain't in their bed, they in their house. But but even with that PMAC, too, the other side of that coin is you got field situation in the middle of the day. Middle of the day, walking to the store. No, it was at night. It was. It was at night. Okay. But it, but it was, yeah, it was like evening going into night. By but, the time, yeah. But but my but but you do I, have those cause, exceptions. Cause I hear what you're saying. You but do my, have those exceptions. But, my, my, but my by and large, is, where where do our most of our profiling come? It happens in. And so my my thing is, it's not. We hear this all the time here. It's not how we act. It's how we react. And I used to hear. And I used to hear. And I used to hear. Don't react to the action. Respond to the reason. So that's that's, that's that's how that's how I was taught. Don't react to the action because yeah. the second elbow always get the foul. Always. So don't react to the action. Respond to the reason. And so we've got to teach. We got to teach ourselves. For there are a lot of adults who are so angry, who stay on Instagram and know it's trending so much. And Donald Trump got them so pissed off, and they they all this they just riled up that even as an adult, even as maybe an adult believer, if if a cop or somebody push them the wrong they're going to put in the wrong situation today it ain't going to end well so we have to ask god to give us wisdom as individuals but you know you as a youth pastor all of us as parents i was in the car with uh with my son and he's he's my biological nephew but um something happened and the police no no nothing happened we was driving down the street and we passed the police and he get down and say oh go to police y'all y'all better get down y'all better get down and go to police and I almost stopped the car and turned around. And he had to be like six years old. And I was like, so what are you talking about? We just riding down the hood of the police. I'm like, but why was that your response to the police passing by? Why are you ducking down in the seat talking about the Because they're going to do something bad to us. Mm. And he's getting indoctrinated in a, in his primary home. I, I shed lightly here. Y'all know who's going to be listening. Tread, tread. But he's getting information by somebody about how police are and he's developing this mindset of fear as a six-year-old yeah. of fear apprehension and so the yeah. wisdom yeah of me has to step in and say okay i can't speak to well you know some kind of, yeah you know son sometimes i know i couldn't go there with him sometimes cops do bad stuff no i had to really allow god to speak through me to him to say no son that's not how we react and it's All a tough situation because because yeah. when, when the, the, the cop community situation goes uh, goes bad it's so highly publicized see see, news media social media and all these things 30 40 years ago they weren't as prominent and everybody didn't have as much access to it so you didn't see it city to city state to state but now when it go down you You see see it it in 10 minutes and and people who would never watch the news have it in their hand Mm. and so it's building up this hatred and this anger man it's a rough problem you know what I mean? Because we could say, okay, I'm going to be like Jesus and turn the other cheek. 
at some point we need to say something, it seemed like. You know what I mean? So am I so am I being a Christian by turning the other cheek and act like it ain't happening? Or am I being a Christian by standing up and advocating and giving a voice of social justice mm. to say this thing has to stop? And then if it's just us complaining, does it ever get fixed? Because if I don't have my non-African American or non-minority ethnic group standing up with me against the other majority group, is it ever gonna get really heard? And no, and and are we being heard no matter how loud we scream? Mm. Because sometimes we stand in front of the house screaming, but we're never invited to the table to talk. And so for me, if things are gonna get changed, we gotta get to the table and talk, oh, yeah. and not just stand outside the house and scream. Yeah, exactly. Because after after a while, I can shut my windows and my doors. You can scream all day long; it ain't make me no difference. Right. Don't touch me when I come out. But if you have my table talking yeah. and, and, and you got the right type of vernacular and you're going to bring to me some intelligence, I've got to now I've got to respond to that. Mm -hmm. And I've got to have something that's worth worth responding with. I've got to say something that makes some sense. So to me, we got to figure out a way to get at this table. Well, Mac, we've been at this table for 400 years. for five. I don't know how long it's going to take and it may not happen in my lifetime. But one thing I do notice that hasn't changed is that things aren't necessarily getting as as good as we want them to be the way we've been going at it right you know we've got we've got to figure out some fresh strategies mm -hmm. or mature the strategies that's been working so where we have seen some progress where we have seen some light we've got to then and 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 and, and so let me go back to robert smith's the jay-z's the oprah's the, the the individuals who have 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 made their way the way that they did it they're they're going to have to then step up yeah. and help put the ladder down the people that just can't afford it. I like the thing that I saw with the gentleman who has put together uh the pro bono situation for those who are innocent victims. Well, you know, I, I think that not because we don't know a person's innocent, you know, for real. Yeah. We know that somebody can't prove it, you know then we, we may find out some situations where they are innocent down the road. But I just think that, man, somewhere along the line, our biggest dilemma is that we don't ever really have proper legal representation. Yeah. And people know it. Yeah. So then when you don't have proper representation, I, listen, Travis, I can treat you any way I want to. Yeah. Because you don't have representation. Somebody just texted me just a few minutes ago, and they're going to hear this podcast, where they were accused of something as a CO. While the acute accusation is going on, they get found out that they, they that people said they did it. They didn't do what the person said. And the video is right there. But the perception of the video is kind of bad. It's ambiguous. You can't tell if she pushed the person or tried to stop them. You can't tell. Right. The other person fell over. But the person that fell over was acting a fool. But they white. So I made a phone call. We got some people involved. People I know inside said, no problem. We're going to find you guilty, but we're not going to, you know, hurt your pay. Matter of fact, we're going to give you a, we're going we're gonna to move your position. Okay, now I just found out today, and I said it to him. I said, it may just be temporary. Just see what they're going to do. Found out today they done got fired mm. from the position wow. to go back to being a CO. So really all we did was removed you for a minute, let the smoke clear, removed you, put you back. Well, you lost some pay, you gained some pay, now you got to lose some pay, and then I'm understanding they probably won't get no overtime to make the money that they made. What's my point? 
no representation. They yeah. can't afford a lawyer to go in here and make sure that you're handling me correctly, first of all, from the sheriff's department, mm -hmm. then from the county and the state level. Because there's three levels to that situation. Whereas I know with the proper representation, they're they not only going to get their job back, mm -hmm. but they're going to get all the lost wages based on the average amount of mm, overtime that they were working, all of that, but all because of not having proper representation. So that's the bottom line that, in America. But, I don't have yeah. proper representation. It's just That's just yeah. the bottom line. If you watch that whole thing, the, the Free State of Jones, that first Republican vote, they go in. It had to be about 80 to 90 of them that voted in that particular county. When the vote come back, it's Democrats 419, Republicans 2. Yeah. Okay, but you don't have no voice to go back and say nah. and say what happened. You had no representation in the count room. And that's our problem. Phil, we ain't got no representation in the count room. We ain't got no representation in the place that it really where they making the decisions. So what we gotta find what you're representation. Saying, P -Mac is, is and this is a, a thing I've always I think solves a lot of our issues. We we have to do a a, a great job, a better job of raising up, especially as as believers again. Y'all know we believers. Y'all know we serve in ministry at our local church. Um, you know, PMAC serves pastorally. You know, we do several things. But, man, as believers, we have got to do a better job of raising up. The epitome of your Christian walk cannot be to grow up and be a pastor. Facts. You know that that we can't put that as the epitome of Christianity. That's nothing against to go in, up and in be a local church. In, in a yeah, local church. In a local church. To be a, right. to be an evangelist. Or to be a deal, or whatever the epitome, we, we cannot present that to our kids as this is your best and highest use, and anything beyond that is secondary. We have to do a better job of raising up righteous judges, attorneys, businessmen, teachers, professors, uh, lobbyists. We got to do a better job of presenting these options to our kids of what they can do to influence culture. You talk about having a seat at a table or having to see that things that are going on. You don't have people. If you, if you don't have people that love God and understand the time and things that are going on, the situation is going to continue to go the way it's going. If you don't have the right people at the table. So we got to start introducing our kids to, if you know, your, your son is great at arguing, and he gets you every time. Like, I don't know how let this boy talk me into holding his car again. Uh, I told him I want to let him hold the car again. Ding, ding, ding. He may be a great attorney. I might mean, I need to introduce Or a used car salesman. No, but he needs it. No, no. He may be great in the courtroom. That's right. That's right. It's he no, may have no a question. gift to be able to persuade some people. But I'm going to tell you something. Michael Jordan probably killed a whole culture of... Mm. Career path individuals. Yep, because as much as as great as he was, mm. and uh, I want to be like Mike. Yeah, Everybody wanna like wants to be an athlete be like in mm. the pros with an endorsement. That that's that's the bottom line. When you when you take the average black kid right now, and ain't nothing wrong with either one of them because I love both of them. They want to be a rapper or an athlete. Yep. You know why? You know why you want to be a rapper or an athlete? You know why they? You know why they think that? Oh man, he fin this finna hurt. Go ahead. Cause neither one of them take a classroom. Yep. Mm. Yep. Mm. They trying to find the easy way out. 
Yep. Neither one of them, in their mind, in their mind, requires a class. Requires, requires a class. At and least they, they want to skip. Yeah. They they want to skip the process. Yep. And, they, and no one has told them that you're bright enough, intelligent enough to make it through the other process. You are. You've got what it takes. My mentee, my my uh, uh I do big brothers, big sisters. Um, if you don't mentor, you're a black male listening man. Try to get into mentoring. It's a Please. great way to. Please. We need more black male mentors. I've been with my mentee. He's in the 11th grade now. I met him in the 6th grade at Gilbert, Matthew Gilbert in Jacksonville. It hasn't been the uh, – we, we don't have the – I can't say he's where I wish he was after us being together for this period of time, but I'm still with him. I'm, I'm hanging in there with him. Absolutely. Intelligent kid, bright kid. When I first met him in the 6th grade, he was talking about Yale – and Cornell, and I'm and and he's presented as this problem child. You know, he's throwing chairs in the classroom. And our first couple conversations, I do some digging. Which one to do? He started talking about these Ivy League schools and going to SCAD possibly, and all this stuff, and getting into making games. I'm like engineer. I'm like, man, this is okay. You 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 a sharp kid. You smart. And as I talk to him, I see that yeah, he's intelligent. Um, but man, he's 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 at the tail end of high school almost. He he failed the grade in high school. And I'm starting to see him take this easy way out. Our conversation started, what do you want to be? And I remember buying him a real estate book when he first got to high school. Read this book. We're going to talk about real estate and how you, you're interested in it. And now I'm starting to see him dumb down what his options are. And I'm going to get this money was a conversation we had just our last meeting. Well, how you how you get money? I'm just, you know, what I'm saying, I'm just, I'm just getting money. You know, I'm good. I'm getting money. Well, how are you getting money, Nate? Well, I'm just getting money. No, no, how? No, don't, don't, don't BS me. Like, tell me how. Like, we need to, we need to have this conversation because hmm. you're too smart to tell me now that all of a sudden you want to go do this. No, you know, you're too smart to do that. And we got to be real with kids. I got, I got a, a cousin that is bright. His mom is an attorney. He's bright. We're talking about it. Oh, he's bright as I don't know. He's on this. He's on the tip. I don't know what's happened. I think he got put in the wrong school, wrong environment. He ran away, blase, blase. A few years ago, you talked to him. He's bright, academically bright. I want to be an attorney. That's what I want to do. Now he's talking about I want to be a merchant seaman. I ain't got nothing to get emergency. I got emergency in my family. They can do very well for themselves. But no, nigga, you too smart to be. You got too much potential to tell me you want to go be a merchant seaman. And you we got to be settling. honest enough that you, you settling for being a merchant. We got to be honest with the the genius that's in our kids to say, no, you've been putting stuff together. You was a kid that could put something together without even looking at the paper. That's an engineer. Yeah, You got engineer in you. You, knew, you hated reading and you loved math. You caught it very no. You got engineer in you. You see, need that's to go a, that's engineer. A, but see, that's a dilemma, Trav. You brought up that's a dilemma because you know we we have the merchant seam. Let's just use that as an example. And nothing I've to learned, get the merchant seam. I've learned since listening. I've been here that is one of the greatest opportunities made available to young men. Watch this though. After most of their other options have run out. Yes. 
It's a great opportunity when you all your options have run out. It, it is one of the great when when you are at wit's end on what you really want to do. Go in see life, the world. You can travel. That that is a that is a phenomenal opportunity. That as you progress in 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 that hierarchy, you can make some decent money. Yeah. But that should not be your go to. Yeah. Your first. Your first option. That should not be your first option. And that's where we've got to go back and instill in these young guys, man, that there are some other options. Yeah. There, there, there's some other opportunities as well, but it may take a little work, but the, but the, it's in you. It's in you. It's in you to do that. But, but, but here, and I'm going to take this and I'm going to make it full circle. We've become too comfortable with the savage mentality of our profilers that has caused us to dilute the opportunity or possibilities of our own children. Mm-hmm. So the savage profiling has caused me now to dilute my expectation yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. of the people that, I, that I'm supposedly representing. Yeah. Because I'm going to assume that I'm going to get you into this because if I don't, then you're going to be the next Benson Hurst. You're going to be the next five boys in the park. You're going to be the next profile situation. You're going to be the next Rodney King. So somehow. So in turn, I, we don't believe the. I done lost my expectation of your potential. I've yeah. lowered my expectations. Yeah, yeah I done lowered where, 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 when I When I came and took this job in Jacksonville, I, I was told that regardless of. The, the the grandiousness of my track record, whatever whatever that 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 situation looked like, this is why some a lady told me in Dayton said your bishop ain't smart as I thought. No, she said I used to think your bishop was smart. When she's gonna say that's the smartest man I know, she said. But bringing you to Jacksonville as a youth pastor, he's brilliant, right? This is what she said because based on what I had done, he said I bought you here. Not based on what you have done, but your potential. Mm. And I thought then, okay, God, my sacrifice out of my pocket, out of my life, out of what I have around me, what I've attained, what I've what I can use as support, I've got to now feed back into somebody else's what? Mm. Potential. potential. Yeah. Not their resume. That's good. Their potential, that's, and that's I think good. we've just lost the yeah. expectation we've of our see, own kids' potential. Yeah. And we got to we have to see the the potential and raise up. Because some of them, some of them are looking for the light in our eyes about them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And when our eyes aren't twinkling about them, man, they ain't got nothing to shine. They ain't got the only way they can shine is to get in trouble. Yeah. Because yeah. the only reason you pay attention to me is because yeah. I'm getting in because trouble. I'm getting in trouble. Yeah. Now, now you know one little boy. I, I thought about him the other day. I'm talking to his mom. I told him we done, we done got all these people involved in his life. And I said to myself, dang, why we wait till he got in trouble? Mm. Why can't why can't they come at, when they get five years old, they get surrounded by a team. A team, a council. That's ready yeah. to take them to their next level. Cause all my Jewish friends had that. Yeah. Mm. All my Italian friends had that on the good side and the bad side. Yeah. They all had their mentors. So I decided that I'm bringing the Cameron Foundation back. And the Cameron Foundation takes the kids from kindergarten to the rest of their lives with a team of individuals that said, this child belongs to us. 
Mm. And this is what we do. We speak into their lives. We help them. We go to their school. We do what we got to do. So I just got to find that core group again like I had in day. We've got to bring that kind of foundation back because I had that. I had that. My mother got that from a Jewish lady, and I had that. I had a group of people that just was around me, even when I got in trouble. Yeah, yeah. We ain't going nowhere because yeah. this gonna happen. And and, and the thing and the beautiful see, that's thing game. About, that's game. That's game. That, but see, that's the rule of engagement. Yeah. We don't know, no, we don't know and yeah. won't do because see, sometimes even as parents, I'm gonna feel bad if I put a group of people around my son. And instead of him wanting to be like me, he, he want to be, be like, like Travis. Yep. Mm. Now mm. my self-esteem done went down. Yep. Now mm. your insecurities is popping. Now yeah. I'm jacked up. Rather than I just want my son to become yep. whoever yeah. he going to go after to become, yeah. Yeah. go after him. And, now and, it's a competition and, and, and intimidation. It's a, I got my, my I, it's a group of us, including uh, uh, y'all. We have a great community here at, at this church. And then I got I got homeboys that I'm with a lot when it comes to this church. I got homeboys like uh, Boo, Jimmy, Junior, Javon, you know, and we all got kids small. So we all are always hanging with each other. We do the couples thing. We go out and all our kids play with each other. And, and, and Christopher want to be a drummer. He want to be a drummer. Why? Because he saw Uncle, Uncle Boo want to be a drummer. He like hanging with Javon. He cried. When they leave. Now, I can look. I, now, I know my son yeah. got my heart. Yeah. But then I could be a sucker, mm-hmm. uh, insecure. That's right. That's right. And, let it right. right and, 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 and let my insecurities rise up because he liked to go be with Uncle Vaughn and Uncle Boo more mm-hmm. when, and, and want to go play drums and he feel like he have fun. and they look. Or I can say, you know what? My, my son got a great community around him. Yeah. He got nothing but great potential opportunities he can shine mm-hmm. and like he can really learn and then we can go to the next level and raise him that's what that whole village thing that's we done lost it mentality, we don't man. want nobody beating our kids mm-hmm. discipline chastising mm-hmm. our kids you can't say nothing to my baby that's my baby you can't man they just say man mac why you let your son always hang with so-and-so man he ought to be with you you going to these games, you around, man, you was the, one of the greatest athletes we knew, man. Your son, one of the greatest. I said, listen, my son want to be a scientist, man. Mm. I ain't even like science. I don't even like <laughs> Why he going to hang with me at the game when he can go with them to yep. the science fair? Yes, I'm not going to the science fair yes, unless I got to take him and ain't nobody else going. Yep. They going to the science fair. Yep. Now, when he come home, I'm going to celebrate the science. Yep. I'm going to celebrate his experience. Yep. So my allowing somebody else to mentor him and what he loves to do, my son getting ready to be a senior at NYU. NYU, $75,000 a year university. Mm. Mm. Wow. Because I refuse to try to make him be like me. Yep, mm. that's real. Mm. That's real. Say that again. He ain't got to be like me. You got to be what God called you to be and I ain't got to live my life back through you. Because mm-hmm. you can't handle my life So I ain't trying to live my life through you that's a You pro- can't that, even handle mine That's, that's mm. an issue we have too yeah. We done lost time, potential Felt like we done lost opportunities And now we gotta live through our kids and Instead of letting our kids Instead live. of letting our kids live man. Yeah. And and My son said that what, what, what would I need to give back to you When I get going To make it feel like you know All that you've invested Da, 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 da. I said, man, trying your hardest and become what you're supposed to be. You don't owe me no dime. Mm. You owe me a dime to your grown man, and I'm taking care of you. Yeah. 
But up until now, this this, this my dream is to see you do this. Yep. Everything I got is into you doing this. You was a my, gift, my, man. My whole yeah, deal yeah. is about you doing this. If if you can't finish because I'm off living my dream, I'm out of order. Yeah. I'm out of order. I gotta make sure your dream gift started first and then I, then at that point it's you and God Our and y'all got to take it. But the bottom line is I let somebody else come in and help influence my child in the right way. Now, of course, I pulled that person to the side. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Now, now, yeah. now, there, there going to be some. Yeah. There going to be some. Bi- <laughs> yeah, some get yeah. right. So now we understand. If my yes, son sir. decides to make some choices in life. That that are opposite of my manhood yeah, and yeah. my Bible. Yeah. You just better be sure. Yeah. That your influence didn't yeah. help that. Come yeah. on. Because I'm gonna try to get him back around, but you you gonna be eliminated. Yeah. And I've and I've said that to my son. Now don't get don't make me come to New York and eliminate some people who's gonna frustrate you getting out of college and you doing what you gotta do. Now don't allow that to happen. Now once you get out, ain't nothing I can do. You got yeah. your journey, man. Yeah, yeah, if if yeah. if you go out here and have fifteen babies in fifteen days, <laughs> or you go out here and you run around with the with the rainbow coalition, that's gonna be your choice. But don't let me find out that along this journey, yeah. somebody I entrusted your life to mm-hmm. help make you make that bad decision because they gon' they gonna get dealt with. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna pray that the Lord gonna help me say yes, thank you, hallelujah, <laughs> and amen before I get there. Uh, but uh, well, we're gonna have a problem. But the mentoring piece, the mentoring is piece key. Is, is because because none of them young guys probably had a mentor. They they pro- they probably were just by. I mean, you look at the, I mean, you look at the vibrancy of some of their lives, and that's what hurt watching it is the guy who was a trumpet player, and they say he was a great trumpet player. The guy who was an amazing athlete, um, the guy Yusuf just seemed really sharp, um, and you look at the potential that was snatched away from them and you know you have these outlier you know i was pretty good in statistics even though i hated math but i I enjoy stats statistics and you look at um your 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 outliers you're looking at stats and 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 which is something that's an anomaly of a situation and some of these can can be anomalies but to your point you know they probably were just in the situation they were in Uh, parents were doing the best that they could do with them but you know we as a people we're a communal people we've lost a lot of that with with what we as a a african-american community have gone through but we're we're a communal people and our culture has done the best when it was more communal and we've got to get back to having that community idea around us especially as a church we've got to put our kids into a community that can help them be the best that they can be, that can pull all the genius that God has put in, the, the innate genius that God has put in them. We got to put them in environments where if I don't have it to pull it out of you, I'm going to do the best I can. But uncle so-and-so, auntie so whoever, I'm going to put them around you because not only do they have to, we said earlier, they got to see the twinkle in our eye to believe them. Our kids got to see manifestation in our life too. They do. They Our do. kids got to see us as Prosperous, believers yep. manifest. Yeah. Yeah, overflowing. And, 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 and not even just that, P-Mac, overflowing with the right response to negative situations. That's what situations. I mean. That's what I mean. Yes. I, they need to see that overflowing thing Overflowing with emanating. the wisdom of, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. I, saw, I saw my daddy get pulled yeah, over. Yeah. I was in the back seat. Yeah. And dad, I was on YouTube, and the dude I saw on YouTube, he, he cussed the officer out. 
he did this. You, said you know, yes, he sir. got man, dad, you 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 were stern, you were confident, but you handled that. Uh, how did you do that, dad? That's right. How did you get out of that? Sit. How did you? Oh man, you involved in this? You helping get people off who who had bad, who had the the wrong situation? They they were innocent, and and now you're working this program, and you're getting them out of the situation, or you giving these guys who are felons. You got a business, and you hire you hiring them. How did you do that? How did you? And our kids got to see us. Uh, our kids got to see us doing that. They they have to see us winning at this quote unquote game, or or or. Reacting the right way Or playing lawfully man And being successful You know what I mean And and getting ourselves To a place Where You know They They don't mind Living their life The way it see, they see it In front of them And so You know That's that's the sad part About You know These situations man Where Whereas where, where we look at the That Netflix Documentary Or that, that short film uh, that series, I'm sorry, with those four episodes, we 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 realize, man, that we just got a generation that that really needs some guidance mm-hmm. and really needs protection. Now, watch this. I'm 51, so uh, it's sitting in this room. I guess theoretically, you know, uh, for, I don't know, Phil, you 36, seven, 37. So I could have been 14 and had you. And then you could have been all out there. Yeah, yeah. And then you 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 you're about the same age as my son. He's he's born in '89. Yeah, I'm '89 too. Okay, so the problem is, man, most of my generation is trying to catch up and get back. We rebelled. We didn't follow suit. So now we're career minded at 40, 35. We trying to catch up. What that means is, all of our children who are the millennials. Um, are more informed than we were, seem to be brighter, um, and so we, we're we're doing more of friendship than mentorship and parenting. Mm. So, by and large, our young people now don't have that next generation model of what's supposed to happen and how things are supposed to go, and they living off the cuff or the seat of their pants trying to figure life out while they're going along. Uh, you see so many people put something on Facebook or somewhere that says, I'm trying to figure out this life thing versus I'm trying to walk in a pattern or a model or I'm trying to continue in a legacy. I think when you have situations like that, man, the only thing that I can do is shout. The only thing I can do is scream. The only thing I can do is act out. Because I don't have anybody telling me how to deal with what's going on on the inside of me. Yep. Not only just articulate, just how to deal with it, how to mentally function with this rage, with this hurt, with this pain, with this disappointment, with this confusion going on on the inside of me. And what we've done as a generation is that we we have leaned in to whatever you want to do, it's okay. Mm-hmm. How, however you want to live your life, it's okay. Because... I don't want you to feel like I'm not there for you. So in or, rather than me correct you, mm-hmm. then I'm going to let you do what you got to do. Yeah. My, my son will tell you every time he called me. Listen, man, wh- how you doing? I love you. I'm proud of you. We go through all that grades da, 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 before we get off the phone. I say, hey, you understand the deal though, right? Yes, sir. Okay, well, y'all ask me what's the deal. 
supposed to be. Supposed to deal do. is, it, I don't need no girls in your room. You having sex, run around, getting nobody pregnant. I don't. I don't need you being nobody's uh, little girl. I don't need you. I don't need you having another boy in your life that you talking about. You like. I don't. I don't need you robbing, stealing. I don't need you getting near no drugs or no alcohol. I will always be your father, but it'll be very disappointing if you make those type of choices before you allow God to get you in a place where you've grown enough to really make some choices. Mm. As long as I'm sending you money and I'm signing financial aid forms, then the expectation is if you need me, then need the best part of me, and that's the wisdom of God. Mm. Any, anything else, mm. you mm. robbing and stealing from me. And I'm not going to take no stealing and no robbing mm. from me. Mm. So accept my wisdom if you're going to accept my money. Ooh, and ooh. so we're we going to do this the right way. We're going to give you the best chance at life. I'm going to sacrifice everything I got for you. But here's the deal. We're going to play the game my way because I understand it better than you do. Mm. And that, that's just the bottom line. And you, you cannot get in trouble where you, where you are if you're not where you're not supposed to be. Yeah. Make the police come get you out of your dorm room. Make them come get you out of the classroom. Make them come get you out of one of those mentorship things that you're doing, being a resident aide and all of that. Make them come get you from there. Don't make them come get you from some cafe and you with some wild folk in a wild situation. For right now, you just don't need to be there. You just don't need to be there. You just, you mm. just, don't, you just need to make the choice not to go. Mm. You got the rest of your life. If we all live it out, you got the rest of your life to do all those things, but right now your only business is the classroom. Mm. Well, that's that's another episode. But basically, what you just told me is uh, a real deal right here. That uh, you know, a lot of people have issues with millennials, but there's a generation before them that got some blame with the whackness we see with millennials. No question. And uh, yeah, we won't. I won't get into that because I got some strong opinion. But I got some real strong opinion. Yeah. About that, but, but uh, but hey, you know this. That's this is that, a, that'd be a good episode. That's a good. I still think. It, I still. Good, I still give more to the boomers though. I still. That's a good episode. I stand with it. I stand with Cause, it. Because if if a if a night if a twenty year old, this is my opinion. If a 19, 18, 20, 21, 22 year old is lazy. They lazy because their mama and daddy let them be lazy. Ain't no question. If if they, you too young, yeah, I'm about to be thirty, and I I'm still in a lot. I'm I'm too young for me to who I am not be really predicated on who someone let me be. A lot of who I am is because my mother put something in me. Yeah. So people have issues with millennials, and whatever whatever negative they see in us, even the positive, especially the negative. You know, we get that that track record. A lot of the spoiledness, the bratishness, the I know it, is because a parent gave us that phone at ten years old. A parent put the TV in our room at six years old, trying to give you trying what they didn't have, give them what they didn't have. Trying and so to you do look, you better. You look at that twenty-five-year-old. That's that's crazy. Who, who who don't have a good work ethic? But remember, I told you this though, Travis. You defending the millennial mindset. As an exception, you're right. You did tell me that. That's you true. You can't you can't defend you it as an exception. And, and, and I you don't gotta, want to defend gotta, it. Definitely. You got to look at the norm. It's the norm. And 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 what what that situation looks like because this 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 defines the group. And 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 that's what I'm saying. The when norm you, when you come out of it, yeah. and you and you had something else, or you had another system that didn't yeah. allow you to fall into that. 
you 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 almost you you almost you be one of them guys that's that's trying to tell me or trying to defend for me what it's like being a dope fiend, but you ain't never been no dope fiend. <laughs> but 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 that's, I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. But that's to my point though. My point is I'm only who I am because somebody, somebody in the, a generation in before that's me. Right put something in me that's right that, that's the only thing so when we see all these negative things about millennials we can't be so bad on us without realizing that hey this joker lazy and don't want to work for nothing because right. i gave him 200 dollars a month he have to do nothing i gave him an allowance and he or, had to or, do nothing or, to do it. or i just let him go yeah or i just let him go or i wasn't paying attention but we're getting another episode with yeah. it we uh, yeah. but uh hey guys thank y'all for joining us subscribe like uh, hit us up You can email us At stewpodcast2 At gmail.com Follow us on Instagram Stewpodcast uh, Hit us up man Let us know what you thought about it um, Let us know man And uh, we'll, we'll see you next week On the Stew Podcast Until Ooh, then Watch that Netflix Yes sir uh, oh, yeah, hit, watch That Netflix. was nice That was nice Yeah check that out It's right when they see us Ava DuVernay Great work Until next time Peace Peace